0: And there's just different ways that we can touch and explore with touch with energy. You can touch somebody without touching them. You can breathe on them without touching them. Or you can breathe on them while touching them. All of that, all of it is such a beautiful gift that we can bring to the relationship and bring to ourselves when we're self-pleasuring.
1: Welcome to Vaginas, Vulvas, and Vibrators with Jordan Donnell. This is a safe place to learn about women's health and sexual wellness. I'm your host, Jordan Donnell, physician assistant, women's sexual health educator, and intimacy coach. All right, Heather, I'm so excited to chat with you today about massage. And this week is Everyone Deserves a Massage Week. Have you ever heard of that week before? I have not heard of that week. That's a great week. I love it. Yes, the whole week of July, everyone deserves a massage. And this is a topic I've never covered on the podcast. And Mm -hmm. you teach something that is really fascinating called body to body massage. And I'm so excited. Body dance massage. Body dance massage. Mm -hmm. Okay. You teach something called body (laughs) dance massage, which I am so excited to uncover and talk more about the importance of massage in relationship. So I'd love for you to just start by telling us a little bit about yourself, and then we'll jump into everything from there.
0: So I've been a body worker and a healer since I was eight or nine years old. It's the thing that I have been doing probably the longest. And I got certified as a massage therapist when I was uh, 19 years old. And that journey is just progressed. And every four to seven years, I changed my style. And then I got into Tantra. And then the last 22 years, I've been teaching couples how to do... Well, I've been doing... At the beginning, I wasn't teaching couples. I was just doing healing work, sexual healing work with women mostly. And then that evolved into going into my next level. Like I was teaching couples like regular Tantra, the basics of Tantra, and they were kept asking me to do more advanced work. And then I somehow created the style of massage on my own. T- I'm trying to remember even how it got started, but it was like I love contact improv and I love, I love dance and I I love connection and massage and tantra. And I just kind of blended them all together and started finding, and then, I don't know, about seven, eight, I don't know, years ago, I finally just went for it and started teaching body-to-body massage. I was, it was like the first couples class that I taught. And, you know, I was really nervous because I was like, oh my God, what are they going to think? Da, da, da. And the feedback I got was just the intimacy that they had never experienced with each other, whether they were brand new partners of a few months or partners of 30 years, they were like, I've never experienced my partner like this. You know, because it start, I started with like practices of tantric practices and intimacy practices and gradually going to the massage part. And so it's a beautiful art form. But anyway, you were asking me about me and I went off onto that. So I've been doing... Tantra. I've been doing massage since I was eight or nine. I've been doing Tantra for 22 years and now I'm teaching Tantric Shabari and just Shabari, which is a different style of connection. There's no massage to my knowledge involved, but I'm going to be creating a massage class where Shabari is involved at one point in time soon. But yeah, is for me, it's like, I love things that bring connection, Presence, authenticity, even spirituality—it's just that depth of connection is like just nothing else. Like when you can, when I can guide a class where people can just be a hundred percent present with their partner, even though there's other people in the room, it's like if that is like heavenly. And so. I realized early on that when I can bring presence and connection and authentic connection and communication to it, to anything that I'm doing. And it's like so beautiful And, and it's great because all of it is so healing for people that show up. You know, healing to be able to be their sensual self, healing to be their erotic self, healing to be in their primal selves, you know, primal meaning like getting to their animal, There's scratching and biting and, and all that, that stuff that just like for me makes life luscious and worth living, you know, (laughs) you know, it's just, and how can we bring more pleasure into our relationships? And then with massage there, depending on what kind of massage, then there's communication, like asking for what you want. And And it's like, there's so many different levels and to be able to massage your partner. And, you know, when I was teaching Lingam and Yoni massage, how they would just be like they would be learning how to be each other's healers and hold space. And, and also in this kind of massage as well, even though it's more pleasure, yummy base, and it's a massage that's not necessarily made for healing, but the healing that shows up in it, it's, it's so good. It's so good. I just, people's hearts open, people's minds open, people's sexuality open. And it's like, oh, this is a new side of me. There's a new side of my partner and I just want to take them home and and it's great.
1: <laughs> oh, yes, yes. So how does incorporating massage enhance intimacy and connection in a relationship? Well, it first
0: starts with communication. Like somebody's like, hey, one partner like, hey, you want to like have a date night on Friday night and I'm going to like, we're going to have a conversation about what you want and then, hmm, you get to ask for exactly what you want. Or maybe the person's like, I want you just to give me the most luscious massage. And then they can ask questions like, well, what is the most lus- luscious massage like for you? Well, I want slow, soft, light caresses at first. And then I want it just to just get more firm. And then, you know, I want you to take your full arm and drape it and smooth it across my back. And then I want you to slowly like maybe use light nails going down or, you know, it's like you're getting to communicate what you want even just before. So your partner already has it in their mind, like, Oh, this is what they want. And, and, get to share like, is it a therapeutic, sensual massage? Is it is it all therapeutic? Is it sensual, erotic, including the sex? Is it something to arouse? And you get to communicate. And there's such intimacy in that. And then you get to receive it and you get to give loving adjustments. And all of that brings connection and communication and depth and pleasure whether it's therapeutic pleasure or sexual pleasure and it's like so and then when you're using this kind of massage where you get to use your whole body you get to use your knee you get to use your your chin you get to use your full arms you get to use your butt all of that it's just like it's just yeah I mean people walk away going I'm more relaxed Even if it's one on one in your bedroom, people are like, oh my God, I get to massage, got to massage my partner last night. Or I got to receive a massage from my partner last night. It was like, oh, I just feel so, my heart just opens. I feel so delicious. And then that opens up the whole entire thing of anything can happen after that, whether it's making love, whether that's cuddling and going to sleep. But it's like sometimes people are like, especially when you've been together for 30 plus years, the sexual stuff sometimes dies down. But guess what? The sensual stuff is still very much alive. This could actually enhance the sexual stuff and bring it back alive when there's no pressure to go there. Because a lot of times there's pressure and when there's pressure, people don't want to have sex. So when you take the pressure off, then it's like the partner is like, come more alive. Or you both just realize you just enjoy the touch so much that it's like, Maybe you want to go sexual, maybe you don't. You still get to be filled up, even as a giver and the receiver. And it's like filling up and being, getting to share that filled upness with your partner. It's like, mm, yeah.
1: I love that. Well, and I think that so many times when we think of massage, we think of going to somebody, they're working out our muscles, they're working out mm-hmm. our tension. And we don't necessarily think of massage as, a form or a way of communicating and being intimate with our partners and increasing mm-hmm. physical intimacy, not mm-hmm. necessarily sexual intimacy, but really focusing on that physical touch. And when you look at our love languages, when you look at, you know, there's books about the different kinds of in- intimacy, but mm-hmm. touch is so important for a lot of people. And we don't spend enough time touching each other and not necessarily for. Sex and penetration, but more so just feeling.
0: Yeah. Well, touch is important for many different reasons, not just for connection and feeling, but it calms the nervous system. It de stresses us. You know, it's like I I taught cuddling for four and a half years. That is a G rated event. People would fill up on that. And it's like when people start, when you know, I touch coach couples and I'm like, just. Find a way of just caressing each other's face or cuddling in a position that feels right. With no goal or expectation of sexuality, what happens is like the intimacy grows and sometimes you get confused because like, wow, I feel so close to my partner. It's because the nervous system has calmed down. The heart, everything is open. The you got serotonin and you got oxytocin, which are connecting hormones that are going on in your body, and it has nothing to do with sex. Has nothing to do with it. And it's like it's healthy for us to have this in our life. And it's like I try to tell people, not all touch is sexual. What if you're walking by and you're having to go down the hallway and you kind of just Brush against your partner's back, and or you just kiss each, kiss his shoulder or kiss her shoulder, or grab each other's arms and just like breathe together for a moment, and then pass on by, or just caress the person's face, and as you're walking by, and just pause and breathe in each other's breath, and move on. It's like it's so simple, and people forget. Like, well, wait, if I touch them, it means sex. It's like no, it means intimacy. It means I care about you. It means you're real and you're here and I'm here and we get to share this magic together. And then it makes when sex happens, it makes it almost extra extraordinary because you've been doing foreplay all day by just little touches and caresses or I love yous or let me just do this and just feel you. And then all of a sudden it's like, or you get to bed that night and you're already filled up. So you, then you just want to wrap your arms around them and be like, thank you, thank you, thank you. And be filled with gratitude for all the pleasure you received during the day. And pleasure isn't always sexual.
1: Yes. Pleasure, pleasure doesn't, is many times not sexual. And I, I talk about this on my platform a lot in that pleasure is walking on the beach. Pleasure yes. is reading a book. Pleasure is enjoying your coffee in the morning. And pleasures, maybe one for me is slow mornings, unrushed mm-hmm. mornings is very yeah. important, but pleasure does not equal sex. Yeah. Orgasm does not equal the goal of sex either. Like that's those are two really common mm-hmm. misconceptions in this space. What are some mm-hmm. specific massage techniques or practices that can deepen? The sense of intimacy during sensual experiences. You talked about like scratching and guiding with different types of touch, but I'd mm-hmm. love for you to go a little bit deeper. Mm, yeah, no pun intended.
0: <laughs> <laughs> pun intended. Ah, types of touch. So I do. A, I teach a class. I probably will bring this back alive next next month on the art of touch. Very excited about this. So different types of touch that create. Pleasure and intimacy. Just it can be anywhere from one finger, a light touch down somebody's back or up somebody's leg, to a whole hand caress anywhere over the body, to one nail just going scratching. And people forget that when it comes to like scratching and biting, so there's different levels. A lot of people like, I don't like being bitten because sometimes somebody bit them years ago really hard in the wrong place at the wrong time and didn't feel into their body and they don't realize that there's tiny nibbles, there is medium-sized nibbles, there are as biting, like full fledged, getting into the muscle kind of biting. And then there's light scratches and then there's deeper scratches. And then there's the back of the nail scratches that people forget about the back of the nails. Like a lot of people don't like scratches because it's like, it's just so sharp. This way is sharp. This way is not so sharp. You've got the, you've got the rounded edges of your nails. And it's like, there's different ways of doing that. And then there's hair pulling, light hair pulling, where to pull their hair, how to pull their hair, how slowly or how quickly to pull their hair. And there's just different ways of enveloping that into sensual play and erotic play, into even the massage. Or some people like their butt just lightly spanked or even harder or even harder, and then maybe just grabbed. And there's just different ways that we can touch and explore with touch with energy. You can touch somebody without touching them. You can breathe on them without touching them, or you can breathe on them while touching them. All of that, all of it is such a beautiful gift that we can bring to the relationship and bring to ourselves when we're self-pleasuring i'm sometimes self-pleasuring i'm like biting my arm it's like oh my god because it feels so good you know it's like you don't have to just wait until you're with a partner you can bring this in your solo practice and you can have a solo practice while you have a partner you know you don't have to only self-pleasure you know when you're alone and i do want to go back to something you said earlier which is very important a very important distinction you said orgasm you said it in a way and i'm not sure but it sounded like orgasm meaning climax there's orgasm and there's climax climax is all sexual it's all the muscles that are in your genitals this is climax male and female everybody does that orgasm is all over the body it could be coming from your mouth it could be coming from your inner elbow it could be coming from the back of your legs it could be coming from your toes climax can spur orgasm but they are separate and they can be blended together and so just know that anybody like men can have multiple orgasms multiple ejaculations maybe when they're 16 to 23 but you know Typically that stops somewhere in the twenties, but it's like, just know that anybody can have a full body orgasm. And then there's climax, which is all sexual orgasm can mean I'm eating the strawberry with chocolate on it. And my mouth is having a mouth orgasm.
1: Yeah. An orgasmic experience. Yes. Mm.
0: That's Mm. what I have when I have
1: my chai. How I feel about my coffee in the morning. So you teach the body dance massage. Yes. I would love for you to share a little bit about what that is and how that is different from, say, maybe like the quote traditional massage that you go see a masseuse for. Mm. Yeah, they're they're very different.
0: <laughs> I've been a body worker and therapeutic massage therapist since I was 18 years old. There, so let me start with that therapeutic massage. People are using their hands, their forearms, their elbows. That's it. That's all they're doing. It's all they're using. They are typically draped. They are typically, there's no sexual energy. There is, your sex is not involved. First of all, that's in a therapeutic massage in the state of California. That's illegal anyway, so we don't want to be doing that. But in a body-to-body massage, when you are doing this with your partner, you're using your whole entire breath, body. But the first thing you need to know is when you go to one of these massage places, they are normally not massaging you with presence. They're thinking about yesterday, tomorrow, later on today, what they're having for lunch. With a body-to-body massage, we are connecting like mind, body, spirit, breath. All of your attention is going on your partner. So that is the first and foremost thing. Like you are 100% present. So you're listening for their, to their body. You're using your hands, your forearms, your elbows, your breast, your chest, your back, your butt, your knees, your feet, your toes, my chin, everything is involved. Everything is involved. It's not necessarily a massage that you're going to be focusing on their sex, but their sex will probably be brushed up and down as you're massaging their body, gliding over their body with your full body, whether it's this is their body, you're gliding this way, or you're doing perpendicularly. You know, it's like your whole body is involved. On top of the fact that I invite people, like, if you want to bring your sexual energy into it. If you want to bring in your primal energy of scratching, pulling hair, and biting, and spanking, that's all allowed. Typically, that is not in a therapeutic massage. You start doing that in a therapeutic massage, it's going to change the dynamics. And, well, you're going to get a different massage. Whereas this is like, this massage can be relaxing. It can be the highest turn-on of a massage ever. It depends on what your intention is. Depends on how you do it. You can do it so slow and so soft and so just relaxing. The person just melts like butter. And you can do that for a few minutes and then all of a sudden you just bring your your animal in and then you just start like kind of bringing that primal energy. And even if you're not actually doing anything like using claws and you're breathing that into it and you're just dancing with that on their body, you know, the front of their body, the back of their body while breathing on their body and you're checking in with them from time to time, sometimes just even just breathing with them and stuff like that. So it's a full body experience for both of you. And depending on, how you do it, it can be a full body workout. Like you're holding your body up with your arms. You're not putting all your body on your lower body, lower the weight on your lower body and your knees. You're having to gauge how much weight can I put on my partner at the same time and stuff like that. So it's it's actually a great workout at the same time. Like one of my friends I used to do this with, and we used to get very acrobatic it was so much fun it was like sensual and erotic and acrobatic and such an extreme workout i've never taught the i've never taught an advanced version of it but you know that would be the next level but it's like it's great because your whole body gets involved your partner's whole body gets involved and it's just this delicious experience where you just 100% present using every single part of your body and pausing and all that stuff it's just there's so much to it it's amazing
1: Now, when you have couples do this, do you typically have them like maybe take turns or set a timer or is it just giving and receiving? You know, maybe you just give today and maybe in the future you receive or is that all about communication and negotiating what that experience is going to be like? Hmm. Well, I mean, I teach in a classroom in the classroom. If you
0: desire to switch is I ask them to switch. I keep a timer on everything. How the, uh, I'll tell you the class and then I'll tell you what you can do in private. The class is like, I'm taking you through tantric practices after the tantric practices, which are how to move together, different types of touch and communication and go over everything. Then I do a demo after the demo we get prepared and everything. And then I am doing the massage wa- and teaching at the same time. So first of all, what's great about that is they know I'm not just watching them. I'm a hundred percent. I'm 95% with my partner and five to 10% with them verbally. And that way, if they don't understand what I'm saying, they can look up and see what I'm doing. And then my partner and I switch and then they switch and then they get to see, like, let's say it's let's say it's a male-female couple, then they get to see how a a male moves their body. Even if it's a girl, two girls or two guys, they still get to see somebody doing the massage. And then at the very end, we get to share and, and they get to share with each other and then we get to share in the circle and it's such a beautiful practice. And then when they go home to do it, it's up to them. Like I highly recommend people like having a night where, you know, at least once a month where it's just for one person, another night is just for another person. So you don't have to immediately turn around and go, now I'm giving back because it, it teaches you the art of just receiving or the art of just giving. Cause you know what? A lot of people are like, oh, well, you know, receiving is so much better. But you know what? Or giving is so much better. But it's like, if there's nobody really there to receive, if somebody's just waiting, like, oh, I just have to give them back because it's like, then you're not really receiving. And sometimes it's really a beautiful gift just to go. Tonight is all about you. And I'm okay. going to just give to you. I'm going to feed you okay. chocolates, you know, chocolates afterward, and da da da. And next week, being going be about me. That's fine. But tonight, it's all about you. But setting a timer, you could. Like, if I highly recommend this, if you are going to exchange in one night and you're not in the class. Set a timer because what happens in relationships when you're in there long enough, you massage me for an hour and and I massage you for two. We don't want to get into that. We want to keep the intimacy. So it's really good to go set a timer, 40 minutes, one hour. That way, you know, and I actually recommend like getting a timer where it gives you like a 10 minute leeway. So, you know, in 10 minutes, you need to wrap it up Um, or at least a five to three minute, probably five minute. That way, let's say you didn't get to that left foot. You can get to that left foot and then you switch, but you make sure you have time in between to take a drink of water and eat a few nibbles of something and connect and see how that was. And then like, okay, are you ready for your turn? And just make it like a delicious like changeover. And it's like, then they lay down and you set the timer and then you give to your partner. So it can be either way. And You know, some people have a hard time receiving. So they're like, they're trying to massage their partner while they're, and I just invite people to just receive. Obviously it's up to you. You know, if, if you're like somebody who just wants to like be in connection and touching your partner the whole entire time, you can do that too. There's no necessarily, I I would say rules, but I would say there's an art to receiving. And let me tell you, when somebody knows how to receive, it is so sexy when they balance it with knowing how to give also. When somebody just knows how to receive, then they need to learn the art of giving. So, But it's such a beautiful gift to learn
1: both of these practices. Are you ready to start understanding yourself better, learning and recognizing your patterns, and really develop a relationship with yourself? If this sounds like you... The Unleashing My Power, a women's empowerment and gratitude journal is for you. This journal was specifically curated for women just like you to help you take back your power and develop and go to the next level in life. My friend Danielle and I created this journal because of our own experiences and what we were looking for in a daily practice to improve our connection to self and really become connected with ourselves. This is game-changing and the feedback that we are getting from other women who have started using this journal is absolutely amazing. You can find it on Amazon or you can go to jordandonell.com slash journal and it'll take you right there. I hope you enjoy. Be sure to go snag yours right away and leave me a review. Tell us what you think about it. Slide in the DMs. I know that your life will change when you start using this journal. It sounds like such a fun <laughs> date night to do it with is. your partner where like, you know, you have this blocked time and like, this is what we're going to do tonight. Mm-hmm. May or may not result in sex or yeah. penetration, penetration, penetra- Wow, I'm struggling here. (laughs) Penetrative (laughs) sex, but can be a really intimate experience. Mm. And I wish I had more of this knowledge a few weeks ago when I taught a course with some new moms. Mm. And I think this would be a fabulous way to create intimacy for everybody. But Mm -hmm. that particular group is coming to mind for Um, I'm going to have to reach out to them and share it with them. Mm, The other thing that came up for me is I recently, I guess last year, took a course where they talked about different types of touch, Mm -hmm. your air touch, your water touch, fire, Mm -hmm. and uh, earth. And I can just see how in incorporating different types of touch as part of the body dance massage as well, like you were kind of saying, and just putting it all together, like that just sounds so Mm -hmm hot yeah it is Mm.
0: yeah putting all of it all styles of touch is allowed in there so it's just like I've almost thought of about teaching a workshop where we go over the art of touch first into the body dance massage because then they would actually have a much more because you can't teach everything in one in a three-hour workshop which is what the body dance is workshop is three hour workshop but it's like I'm actually putting together in my mind, like, ooh, okay, what kind of goes together? What what can make this more juicy and more yummy for people? But sometimes people don't want to do one and they want to do the other. And so it's sometimes great to have them separated. So then they're like, you can come to this. And then if you want to go to that, you can go to that. You know, stuff like that. And some people don't have all day for a workshop, even on a Saturday or a two-day or three-day or four-day workshop. They're like, but they can do a three-hour workshop on a Saturday night.
1: Yeah. So when you see people doing this massage or Mm -hmm. interacting in this way, are there any specific parts of the body that you notice maybe are less often thought about and should be incorporated more when doing massage? Or are there areas that have more highly innervated parts of the body that would receive more pleasure that are less focused on too?
0: Well, there's no part of the body in this massage that is more focused on. It's literally, you're focusing on everything. I mean, obviously, because the hands are to the extremes of the body, they probably get touched the least when you're receiving. But it's like, everything is included. Like, I mean, you're not going to go in depth over like anal massage or anything like that. It might or might not get touched, but it's not included or not not included. It's just it might be included and it also depends on like the structure of their body. I know people who have such strong butt muscles that you have to work. it. <laughs> you have to get getting in the crack and you know, stuff like this. So it's like you have to, but there's no place on the body. That's like, no, you're not going to touch this. Uh, and there's no part of the body that you're going to definitely be massaging more. Probably the back of the body is Probably massaged more because it's easier to massage. There's more strokes and more things that we can do on the back of the body, but it's not one particular thing. It's not just the legs. It's not just the back. It's not, it's like it's expansive. It's going through everything. I mean, I guess the part of the body that doesn't really get used when you're giving massage, unless you're bald, is like the top of your head. It's like, I've seen bald men come to class and they use the top of their head. I'm like, oh, makes me almost want to shave my head, which might actually do in my life sometime. But it's like, it's such a cool thing. Cause it has to feel amazing to have some bald, awesome, oily head massaging your body. You know, it's, but that's probably the only part of the, anything like up here that's as a woman, you're not going to be using unless you don't mind getting your hair all oily, but still that's a, that's a different sensation also.
1: So, yeah, yeah. Well, in hair, I mean, using your hair can even be a type of touch too. Yes. So, if I was to be massaging a partner mm-hmm. using my hair as part of that experience, yeah. can be very stimulating and enjoyable Absolutely. as well. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I do bring in hair. I don't. I just don't bring it in a way that like you're massaging using your head to massage. But yeah, your hair is definitely also involved. Yeah.
1: You brought up oily. Do you Mm -hmm. recommend like using massage oil when you're doing this or like, are there any particular products that you recommend using to enhance the experience?
0: I personally recommend coconut oil because first of all, it smells amazing as long as you're not allergic to it or you can't stand the smell of it or taste of it. You can lick it, you can taste it, you can do whatever it's like, and it doesn't have a whole mess of chemicals in it. So it's just like, a lot of massage oils, even when I used to get the really high-end massage oil, when I, I stopped using it years ago because I saw how many ingredients were in there. I'm like, some of them, I'm like, what is this? I don't even know what this is. I'm like, you know what? I'd rather use something really simple and pure. So I use coconut oil. I don't have a problem with coconut oil. And it's like I recommend it to people. And obviously, if you have an allergy or you don't like the smell or taste of it, then don't use that. But trying to find an oil... That works for you. That is pure and like one thing instead of twenty things or a hundred things in there is better. I know people. I know one person. She couldn't use coconut oil, and so they brought olive oil. But you have to know that olive oil is probably a little harder to wash out of your sheets and stuff like that. But hey, she was like, "I don't care. I want to do this." And so n- maybe you keep a, pa- a set of sheets just for doing the style massage or you get a waterproof thing that you can glide on or something like that. But I personally put my sheepskin, sheepskin rug down. I put a towel, two towel, one or two towels underneath, and then I drape it fully with a sheet. That's what I do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's not really, the oil is not dripping off your body. There's not, shouldn't be dripping. There should not be dripping. There's dripping. Hmm. You're getting messy. You don't want to get messy. Well, you want to get messy in different ways, but not that way.
1: Yes. Yes. So you brought up like using massage as part of a solo practice. Mm-hmm. How can women integrate massage into maybe their self-care routine or their self-pleasure routine to help promote self-love and self-discovery? Mm.
0: Well, I don't really do any self-discovery without oil. <laughs> I mean, I might start it with no oil, but once I start getting into it, it's like, I just love, like, it's just the slathering of, or the dripping of, or the oozing of warm oil. First of all, I heat my oil. I have a little massage bottle heater next to my bed or whatever, wherever I am, put it that way. And to drip that onto your skin and have that be a sensation. And then, sorry, my brain started to go off to another thing. I'm like, wait a second. She asked about oil. Oil is just like, it's beautiful. It's like, it's just like you can glide on yourself the way you touch your breast, the way you touch your yoni, yoni meaning vulva. And it just makes everything glide. It makes everything smooth and soft and yummy. Now I do know some women who are like, oh, I don't really like that feeling. It's like, well, then you know that you don't like it. But it's like when you go to massage, even if you just give yourself a therapeutic massage of like, I'm going to breathe into these muscles here. You know, you can massage with oil or without oil. Sometimes if you have enough oil, you can go back and forth with your hands on your neck. Or if you're massaging your feet, sometimes it's just nice because everything slides that way. Or in self-pleasuring, it's just like, you know getting the oil on your breast getting your oil on your back getting your oil on your thighs getting your oils on your on your yoni and just like noticing the feeling of all of that all over your skin and just and then breathing that scent and whatever scent like you can get coconut oil and you can put scent to it also like you, let's say like i'm a vanilla person if i were to If I were to do anything, I'd put vanilla in there. But some people like Lang Lang or whatever. It's like whatever spices up your life, do that. Just make sure it doesn't irritate any of your skin in your more sensitive areas. But it's like oil for me is just like it's such a beautiful place because you can glide and you can do things that especially, you know, as you get older, you might not be as lubricated as you used to be when you were in your 20s and 30s and stuff like this and just makes it more fun and delicious. Yeah.
1: Well, and I feel like with this type of massage incorporating it into a typical self-care routine would be so valuable and really help you connect to yourself but also learn what feels good for you mm-hmm. because at, the more you learn what you like, the easier it is to describe to other people. But if you mm-hmm. don't know what feels good, yeah. how do you tell somebody else?
0: Yeah, and that's a, it brings up another thing that is really important is So there's steps to all of this. You first have to find what you like. So you have to explore and get curious with yourself to go, what do I like? But then you have to teach yourself how to say it out loud. Well, how are you supposed to do that? So I tell people, say it out loud. Say, I'd really love it if you took your middle finger and go really lightly in light round circles right there oh, a little lighter little slower yeah now I would like you just kind of take your hand and just swipe up and as you come down I want you to like now just kind of like stroke up just with that middle finger really slow really light And can you bring up, you know, can you do this? Can you, you it's like, and you're saying it out loud as you're doing it. So you're getting used to saying it aloud. So nobody else is hearing you, but you, first of all, it empowers you to know what you want. Empowers you to know that you can say it out loud. You can say it when you're not charged. And then when you're with a partner,
1: then you can be like, yeah, I can do this. I love that recommendation. <laughs> and I think that, you know, it's, it is important to learn the language yeah. to describe what you're trying to have happen, which is, yeah. is a challenge, you know, like to learn it and then learn how to describe it. Tho- those are not easy. Tasks.
0: Two completely different tools, two completely different tasks and muscle things. It's like where it's a muscle. It was one of the things that I had the hardest thing. I had the hardest time figuring out what I liked because my mom told me don't masturbate, which that's a horrible word. Anyway, it means to dirty one's hands. Don't masturbate. Don't touch yourself because you'll be less sensitive when you're older. So I just stopped and I loved it before that, you know, but it's like learning about your body is one thing. The next step is how do I teach my partner how to do it? There's verbal ways of teaching. There's physical ways of teaching. You know, there's things that you can show them on their hand, what you're meaning. You can, oh, so many different things. Like I, I, go on and off from teaching an oral sex class. And it's great to teach, teach people how to go down there on a woman. Yeah, because it's like, how amazing is it? Because I've talked, I've interviewed a lot of men and they're like, I don't go down there because I don't really know what to do. No woman has taught me. And it's like, women don't really know how to share what's going on in their vulva or vagina area. So they're like, or yoni area, and they're like, how am I supposed to? Do, I've not dived down on myself, so how am I supposed to do this? And even the women who are by and have done it, it's still hard to f- explain sometimes what to do. And so sometimes you just have to go to a class and figure that out. <laughs> and then and, and you yeah, classes, yeah. And there's so many awesome. Like there's just so many. There's things that partners hear you say, and there's things that partners go with that can't be true. And then when you hear it from an instructor, this is what I got from my yonimus from the oral sex class that I got, kanalinga's uh, class it was like, the men were like, my, my wife's been telling me this for years. I've never done it because I just thought that that's not true. And then they watched what their wife goes through when they actually do it. And they're like, oh, I could have been doing this for years and having her respond like this.
1: Because sometimes,
0: sometimes we need somebody else telling us.
1: You absolutely do. And that's why it's so important for there to be coaches out there or instructors or mentors like you and myself and all a lot of the other people in the community. Because sometimes you just have to hear it from an outside source. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of other reasons, but that's, that is one important reason. Yeah. My last question for you to wrap up today's <laughs> okay. podcast is... How do you define pleasure? Mm.
0: The simple answer would be anything that has you feel good, beautiful, exquisite, yummy. It's like me putting this robe on this morning. Of like, And my body picked out this dress. I didn't pick it out. It said wear this. That's pleasure. Pleasure is taking a shower and feeling the water dripping off my skin or the soap on my body and and feeling it on my hands touching my body pleasure is just something that feels amazing something that brings goodness makes me smile makes me go mm. that's pleasure Fle- pleasure for me is more of a sound but it's just something that feels amazing. Doesn't have to be sexual. Doesn't have to be a touch. It could be food. It could be anything. It could be the sun touching your skin, which I was out there laying out naked there right before we got on the call. That was pleasurable. It relaxed my mind. It's like, relax my body. I was like, oh, come
1: in before you get too sweaty. Yeah. No. And I love that definition of pleasure. I started asking all of my guests how they define pleasure to wrap up the podcast because we all have our own unique versions of what pleasure means to us in in our own bodies. So thank you for sharing that. And it has been a pleasure to talk with you today, Heather. Do you want to tell us where we can find you at on social media or wherever?
0: Yeah. I'm on social media a few places. Facebook is Heather Ray. Ray is not spelled normal. It's R H E A, Heather Ray. It's the one that says Escondido. That's me. You can also find me on Facebook on the ecstaticbody.com. And it also has, I think, my Heather Ray Dawn attached to it. Heather Ray Dawn on Instagram. I, my Shabari work is Ecstatic Rope. I have a body dance massage coming up on July 22nd here in Escondido. It's in a private residence. So you don't have to worry about people walking in or out. It's all secure and secluded and inside the home. And you can also find me on YouTube, which is Heather Dawn. I've got lots of videos on there with Tantra. I'm starting putting more stuff out there as Shabari. I've got a video talking about cunnilingus. I've got all kinds of videos on there. Or you can find me Heather Dawn or The Ecstatic Body, either one of those, I believe. No, I think it's Heather Dawn on Eventbrite. So you can find me a lot of places. I'm on LinkedIn, but I rarely go there. <laughs>
1: Yeah. There's just so many places to manage. It's hard to be on all of them and actually yeah. use them all. So, well, That's thank lovely. you so much for taking the time to chat oh. with me about massage okay. and body dance massage specifically. So this has been wonderful. Yes, it was.
0: Oh, I'm so excited.
1: <laughs> this is so excited, but this excited, just like
0: flashing to the, the massage itself and Yeah, just so beautiful and getting to share it with the world. And yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this. It was so beautiful.
1: This podcast is sponsored by Intimacy Coaching by Jordan Dunnell. Have you ever desired more from your sex life or feel like you're having good sex but curious about how to make it even better? Are you desiring a deeper, intimate connection with yourself? Or maybe you are dealing with desire and arousal concerns or struggling with communicating your desires with your partner. If you're hearing this and thinking, hmm, that might be me, and you're curious to learn a bit more, let's chat. I would love to talk with you more to see if working with me is a good fit for you. To learn more about intimacy coaching with Jordan Donnell, go to coaching.jordandenell.com. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Thank you for joining today and continuing to bring awareness to women's health. If you love the show, please subscribe so you never miss another episode and leave a review for others to see. If you want to see me on the daily, you can check out my bio for links to all my pages. Be sure to share this episode with your girlfriends. Thanks again and see you next episode.